hello hello guys welcome welcome back to discussing topics it's your host lena and today we are going to be reviewing the very most like interesting movie of all times like this is very very uh, uh if you haven't watched it i think you should try and um, watch it because that that is the movie of what i'm like what i heard from my source or from social media i should rather say like netflix uh, um sorry not netflix warner bros disney or should i say no marvel it's not disney it's not uh, warner bros sorry marvel uh disney they are using like baskets to like take out the money that this movie is like this is the movie is how should, how should i even say it imagine a movie that was rated 8.8 over 10 on imdb no and 94 on rotten tomatoes no you know that the movie is very interesting and which other movie is that not it's uh guess 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 the movie guess the movie okay let me just fill in the gap it's spider-man no way home the new spider-man movie which you know featured the three spider-man characters we have tom holland toby mcguire and uh, andrew garfield so we are going to like be reading uh or should i say some um summarizing but the movie is like the plot of the movie so uh let's go (laughs) this is going to be very very interesting so the movie goes like this after quentin beck frames peter parker Quentin Beck was mysterious in Peter Parker, the last one, I think it was Far From Home or Homecoming, I've forgotten. So, he kind of like, he was uh, an employee of Stark, but he got jealous because uh, I think um, Iron Man, or should I say Stark, was Stark industry was like giving him the face, and he thought maybe uh, Stark liked um spider like he helped other superheroes more and he, he thought less of him so he kind of turned into a bad person but he was quite good at first so i think uh, the bad demons got the better of him so after quentin beck frames peter parker for murder and reveals his identity as spider-man peter parker his girlfriend mj michelle jones and you know during like different universe they change it michelle jones uh this one is um mj i forgot the name of the other mj i think uh sorry <laughs> whenever i remember i will say it but then his best friend uh, ned leeds and aunt may are interrogated by the department of damage control lawyer matt Mudok, which is uh that's see no it's not not that's not the, that that's dead devil yes gets parker charges dropped but the group grapples with um negative publicity after parker mj and ned mit application are rejected parker goes to new york sanctum to ask Stephen strange which is dr strange for help strange suggests a spell that will make people forget parker is spider-man but it is corrupted when parker repeatedly requests alterations to let his loved ones retain their memories strange contains the spell to stop it from working and makes parker live parker tries to convince an mit administrator to reconsider mj and ned application but is attacked by octo octavius 
Octavius risks Parker nanotechnology from his iron spider suit, with it, which bonds with his mechanical tentacles and allows Parker to disable them. As Norman Osborn arrives and attacks Strange, and attacks, tra- okay, and attacks, sorry, Strange teleports Parker back to the Sanctum and locks Octavius in a cell next to Cut Corners. I think Cut Corners was the Sandman. Strange explains that before he was able to contain the corrupted spell, it summoned some people from other universes who knows Spider-Man's identity. He orders Parker, MJ, and Ned to find and capture them. They are able to locate and retrieve Mastillion and Flint Marple. So he, I think he captured was uh, the electric manager. I don't know, I don't know the, the superhero name, but he was, he was placed by uh, I think Jaime Fox. Osborn reclaims control of himself of himself from his split green goblin personality. He goes to a feast, F-E-A-S-T, Yodin, where May comforts him before Parker retrieves him. While discussing their battles with Spider-Man, Osborn, Octavius, and Dillon realize they, that they were pulled from the university just before their deaths. Strange prepares to reverse the contained spell and send the villains back to their respective universes. But Parker argues that they should first secure the villains' powers and insanity to prevent their deaths upon their return. Parker steals the spell, turns Strange in the mirror dimension, and with May, takes the villains to Happy Morgan's apartment. He cures Octavius. But Osborne's goblin persona takes control and convinces the uncured villains to betray Parker. As Dylan, Marco, and Connors escape, Goblin fatally injures May before she dies. May tells Parker that with great power comes responsibility. Ned di- discovers that he can create Potter using Strange Sling's ring, which he and MJ used to try to locate Parker. They instead find the alternate versions of Peter Parker nicknamed Peter 2 and Peter 3, who were also summoned by Strange Spell. The, groups, the group find Peter 1 and the alternate Parker share stories of losing loved ones. They encourage Peter 1 to fight in May's honor and retrieve Parker's developed cures for the villains. They lure Dillon, Marco, and Connors to the Statue of Liberty where Peter 1 and Peter 2 cure Marco and Connors, while Octavius arrives to help cure Dillon. Ned frees Strange from the mirror dimension with a portal. Globin arrives. The green Globin. Globin. Goblin. Sorry. I said said Globin. Goblin arrives and unleashes the contained spell, which begins pulling more people in from other universes. Strange attempts to hold them off while an enraged Peter one tries to kill Goblin. Peter 2 stops him and Peter 3 helps Peter 1 inject Goblin with cure, restoring Osborne's sanity. Peter 1 realizes that the only way to protect the multiverse is to erase himself from everyone's memory and requests that Strange do so, while promising MJ and Ned that he will find them again. The spell is cast and everyone returns to their respective universes, including Eddie Brock. Really? I didn't see Eddie Brock in the movie. Unless. Unless the one I watched wasn't the original, sorry. But I didn't see Eddie Brock, which was Venom. Wow, that would be like very cool. Who leaves behind a piece of the Venom symbiote? Oh, so that is what happened. 
in venom's movie when i reviewed it a few i think that was a few months ago yeah a few months ago, which is last year i reviewed uh, venom let there be carnage and as i said at the ending of the movie there was like a flash of lightning which came and you know changed their place their the place that we are living and even venom and uh, eddie saw peter parker on the television so i think that was what happened they just you know coexisted in the movie two weeks later parker invites a uh, story visits mj and ned to introduce himself but decides against it one morning at May's grave, he has a conversation with Hogan and inspired to and is inspired to carry on, making a new suit and resuming his vigilantism. So, for me, that's one of the greatest movies ever because I never really expected the movie to go this way. Like the movie was out of this world. I can I still can understand how Marvel did it, but you know, Marvel was also but that doesn't mean um I like I like Marvel but I'm a DC fan so <laughs> kudos to Marvel they tried just that the difference is that Marvel and DC they are good and I think they are yes they were produced by the same person which is Stan Lee but the thing is that um DC has more more higher grounds on tunes like cartoons and animes and that so like the one is in you know the, the virtual reality more than films like they kind of produce cartoons more than films but marvel produce films more than cartoons and so but the thing is that dc movies are good but they don't like they don't break blockbusters they don't like people don't usually like them and i think they are more marvel fans than dc but they know that dc has more um cartoon fans because even Marvel fans watch the DC cartoons, but then Marvel produces more movies than DC. And Marvel's cartoons are the worst. Like, <laughs> I'm still understanding if they can't get like a tech person or someone who's uh, who produces uh, or should I say makes cartoon movies or something. I don't know why their cartoons are always different. Even their storyline are always different. But this is, uh, you know, cartoons. They are head on. They hit the nail on the head and they kind of you know captures you but they are both good since i like as one of them lacks in one side marvel lacks in cartoons and it's good in movies dc lacks in movies and it's good in cartoons so it's a win-win so thank you guys for listening and still remain your honorable host lena and i will be reviewing two more movies before i go to sleep this night so thanks for listening bye ciao